each week in this series, we're kind of building on top of, of the week before. And so understand what we talked about last week. Um, kind of the idea and the main, the main point for us last week was that you were not made primarily for a relationship with a guy or a girl. You were made for a relationship with God. The idea that Jesus is life and we find everything we need in that relationship, our value, our worth, our significance, our identity, our purpose, like all the things that we need, we find in a relationship with Jesus. Jesus is life. He's everything we need. And rather than finding those things or trying to find those things in a person, in a human being, we find them in our relationship with God. And the idea is that we can't get a relationship with a guy or a girl right until we get our relationship with God right. Now for this week's video, we're going to build on top of that. And we're going to talk about something over the next few minutes that we don't really want to talk about. Something that may tap into a fear that many of us have or something that we're, that scares us. Um, and so what I'm talking about is the idea of being single. Right? Now think about it. What's the thing that, that you're scared of or that you're fearful of the most when it comes to relationships? See, I think for many of us, like we're scared, that thought of what if I don't find anybody? The fear of being alone, of not finding that person. And kind of the, the scariest thing maybe, especially for a 15-year-old or where, you know, however old you are, is like, I don't want to be single and 40. Like that just sounds like an eternity away and not finding that person that I want to spend my life with. And so that fear can cause us to do some desperate things. And it can cause us to hop on the crazy train and start driving past his street at night in the dark like Olivia Rodrigo, right? Ladies, don't be that. That's, that's cray-cray. And you don't want to be that. It's a major red flag. Don't be that girl. But it causes us to feel desperate and like, well, I've got to jump in a relationship. I need that relationship. And so the idea, the fear of being alone and being single causes us to jump into relationships that maybe we shouldn't. See, I think in the churches, and we've, we've not done a really good job of that, we've kind of highlighted and elevated marriage as this ultimate place that you've arrived at. And then we treat people of singleness as less than. Like marriage becomes the highest aim and the thing that we should, uh, you know, f should strive for. And that means that we've arrived spiritually or whatever. And I think in a lot of cases, like, look, I believe in that, that marriage is a high calling. And I say that in, when I officiate weddings. But singleness also is a great thing too. And so I think sometimes we kind of make that like a, a less than thing or we look at people like they have something wrong with them or like there's some kind of sickness that they have if they're single. And yet we've elevated marriage as like this, this better thing, this greater thing. And so I think all of that has kind of contributed to a fear of singleness and wondering if we're going to find that person. But did you know that singleness is a gift and not a gift that we don't want, like getting underwear at Christmas, but a gift that benefits us in so many ways, especially at your age in the teenage years as you're navigating through the other things that you're navigating through. And so the Apostle Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. And here's what he says in this, in this passage. He says, I wish everyone were single, just as I am. But God gives to some the gift of marriage, 
and to others the gift of singleness. And he starts talking a little bit about that as you continue to read chapter 7. But then look at what he says in verse 32. He says, I want you to be free from the concerns of this life. An unmarried man can spend his time doing the Lord's work and thinking how to please him. But a married man has to think about his earthly responsibilities and how to please his wife. His interests are divided. In the same way, a woman who is no longer married or has never been married can be devoted to the Lord and holy in body and in spirit. But a married woman has to think about her earthly responsibilities and how to please her husband. I'm saying this for your benefit, not to place restrictions on you. I want you to do whatever will help you serve the Lord best with as few distractions as possible. See, what Paul is saying in these verses is that being single allows us to focus our attention fully on God and serving Him with no distractions. See, dating is good, but dating is full of distractions, right? And I can say that because I've been through that. I've been through that season of my life, and it is distracting. I mean, think about a typical, like if, if you're a student who walks into our room on a Sunday night and attends Reckless, and you just think about a, a, a worship service, right? And think about the difference uh, in your attitude and your attention when you're single and content in that versus when you are dating someone or interested in someone who's sitting next to you or, or who's in the room. Like your focus and attention is much different, right? If you're in that room and you're thinking about like the person that's sitting next to you that you want to date or, you know, that's, that's behind you or whatever, all of a sudden you're thinking, I wonder if they like my outfit. I wonder what they're thinking right now. I wonder, like, do I smell good? Do I, should I lift my hands in worship? I wonder if they're lifting their hands in worship. I wonder if they like my singing voice. Does it sound good? Should I sing louder? Should I stop singing? Um, I, I wonder what they're thinking in this moment. I wonder if I should, should I reach over and put my arm around them? Should I scratch their back? Did, did their hands just touch? Right? I mean, there's so many different things that we're thinking about in that moment that's distracting us. And yet, if we're single and content in that, what do, what's our attention and focus? God, you're good. God, thank you for loving me the way that you do. Jesus, you are beautiful. God, I want to serve you and follow you and honor you. Right? I mean, our attention and focus is in the right place exactly where it needs to be, on God and on his purpose for us. See, I think singleness can be a really good thing for us in so many different ways. And one of the things that singleness can do is it can reveal to us how healthy we are, how healthy we are spiritually, emotionally, mentally. See, if we're not content in singleness, if we're not healthy in singleness, how can we expect to be healthy in a relationship or marriage? So Ben Stewart in his book, Single Engaged or Single Dating Engaged Married says, sometimes the most loving gift God can give us is singleness. Now, I want to take just a minute and I want you to hear a story of one of our students. This is Hannah Davis and just her perspective on singleness and dating as a high school student that I hope will encourage you. Hi guys, my name is Hannah Davis and I'm a junior at East Pointing High School. Um, I've been going to Reckless for about three years now and I am single. 
Um, I wanted to come on here and encourage some of you guys who may be single high schoolers just like myself um, because my singleness is something that I've always kind of struggled in um, but not something I've necessarily wanted to talk about um, in large groups or even in my small group um, because I have struggled with it so much. Um, I just wanted to come on here and encourage you guys that if you are single in high school um, to look at this as an opportunity to grow closer to the Lord and look at what He has not only in store for you, but what He has in front of you right now. Um, I feel like a lot of times in our singleness, we are constantly looking towards the next relationship or looking towards marriage. But right now, I just want to encourage you to be where your feet are and see what the Lord has for you today rather than constantly looking forward to what the Lord has for you tomorrow. Um, because God has incredible things in store for you today and tomorrow. Um, a verse I wanted to share with you guys is Philippians 1.6, and it says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God is not done with you yet, um, and God is not done with you the moment you step into a relationship or the moment you get married. Um, this life is a journey, and um, God has an incredible plan for your life. Um, so if you are in a single season right now, I pray and encourage you to um, keep praying. First um, Thessalonians 5:16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And finally, I just want to encourage you guys to not buy into the counterfeit that this world has laid out in front of us, whether it be through media or social media, movies, television, whatever it is. Um, a verse that I want to share with you guys is Romans 12:2, and it says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So if you are single, I want to encourage you to just enjoy where you're at right now and enjoy what God has for you. Man, that's so good. I love Hannah's perspective and just her mindset and how she's handling this aspect of her life. And I think for you as a teenager, like rather than looking at singleness as like something to fear, something that means there's something wrong with you or that you're missing out on something, what I would encourage you is to look at that as a gift in your life in this season that you may find yourself, whether that's temporary or whether that's a longer period of time, as an opportunity for you to be freed up with no distractions to be able to serve God and love Him and walk as close to Him and find your significance and purpose and everything you need in this season of your life. See, here's the main point for us for this week. Singleness is freedom with a purpose to pursue an undistracted devotion to Jesus and become the type of person that is ready for a healthy relationship. So wherever you may find yourself, would you be content in singleness? Hey, you may have a strong desire to want to find that, that person that you're going to marry and, and be in a relationship with, and that's okay. That's, that's a gift from God. That's a, a natural desire that you shouldn't fear or feel like that's a bad thing. But can you find contentment in being single, in finding your joy and everything you need in Jesus and pursuing that relationship and entrusting his timing to, to bring that person into your life at the, at the time where he knows that you're ready for it. 
And in the meantime, serve God and honor him. And in the same breath, grow in maturity and in healthiness in your own relationship with, with God and in who you are. And then allow God to bring that person into your life when he thinks that you're ready for it. God, I pray that you would be with students. I pray, God, that you would allow us to look at singleness as a gift, as something that can benefit us, that we would not feel rushed into a relationship that's unhealthy, just out of desperation. Um, But God, we would look at this season that we may find ourselves in um, as a gift from you and that you would teach us the things that you want us to know, that we would grow in maturity and then be ready um, if and when we take that step in our journey. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen.